0: Welcome back to Life Chats with Liv B. I am Liv, Whew. and welcome back to another episode. I am sitting here with an iced coffee. I have been making iced coffee lately, even though it's like pretty cold out. It's just been... If you know anything about the East Coast, then you'll probably know that the weather is very damp, and it's just been so... It's humid and foggy, but also colder temperatures. So it's just like this damp, cold weather and has been for days. And it's making me so tired, first of all, (laughs) but it's, it's so unmotivating. Like I just can't, I can't get motivated. I don't know what it is. I just feel like I did not feel like recording today. I just felt like curling up in a ball because the office is like kind of cold and I just didn't want to come in here and sit here for a while because it's chilly, but I have my sweater on now. So basically what I'm trying to say is I'm tired. And as you know, there was no episode last week. I ended up not posting one. I also didn't post a video and I also didn't post very much on Instagram due to the Black Lives Matter, uh, I guess just everything surrounding that, but also a lot of people decided they weren't going to be posting their regular content. So yeah, I decided not to post a YouTube video or a podcast. It was also the week of The business bundle, which uh, you guys would have heard about in the the business podcast episode, Um, that's over now. But I think they are trying to figure out a way to bring it back for a few days, sometime in the near future, because a lot of people didn't feel comfortable promoting it, and a lot of people just weren't even in the headspace of you know thinking about themselves and thinking about their business. So. We're trying to get all the contracts signed by everyone to agree to bring it back because it's such a huge discount. They need everyone's signature to say, yes, I'm okay with my course being included in this because most people's courses cost like over, you know, a hundred dollars or more. So it's kind of a big deal to put one of those things together, but that being said, those of you who listen to the podcast, you guys heard about that when it first launched. So I hope that everyone who was interested in getting it did get it, but we are working on trying to bring it back for a couple of days if we can. But I also wanted to talk about the Black Lives Matter movement for a minute. If you listen to our other podcast, No Trash Talk, we kind of gave our, I don't want to say statement, but we did a little segment on what we are going to be doing going forward. And a lot of that is the same for me personally, not just for that podcast. Um, A huge focus on inclusivity and diversity and making sure that, you know, all races and, you know, genders, sexuality is all um, represented in what we do or at least having at the back of our minds that you know, people from all walks of life are listening to um, our podcast and are watching what we put out. And so just really keeping diversity at the forefront. Like I said on my Instagram, diversity is so interesting in the online world because I feel like algorithms are they almost work against diversity, diversity in all aspects, but especially with race. So I noticed this when I started actually paying attention to it on Pinterest that if I typed in hairstyles, it gave me all like blonde or brunette wavy slash straight hairstyles, which is the hair that I have. And it is, you know, what I've pinned in the past but it doesn't give me any sort of diversity. Like, it first of all, doesn't give me curly hairstyles, but it most definitely did not give me natural, super tight curls that a black woman would have versus, you know, curls that you do yourself with a curling iron. So I hope that, you know, you understand that distinction that I'm trying to make. Like, it did not give any other type of hair or any diverse looking people. Like, it straight up was just white people with the same hair that I have. And I was like, oh my God. And I just looked at it. I didn't even look up a specific type of hair or anything. And so when I realized that, you know, because what I pinned in the past seemed to have such a huge impact on what it was showing me now, literally all I did was like refined my search terms a little bit. And then I started getting such a wider Diverse range of hairstyle ideas and photos, and obviously, this is just kind of like a superficial example, but um, it just really showed me kind of what algorithms are doing and how they're hindering diversity. So, I pinned a hairstyle. What was the first one I pinned? Oh, I think it was a woman, like a black woman with curly hair, and she had it kind of like tied in a bandana, and so I pinned that. And then I went back to my recommended images, which is just like a whole collection, like not any sort of one type of image, just like a whole collection that Pinterest recommends for you. And just by pinning that one different type of hair photo, now when I went back to the recommended, that whole feed was about 50% black and 50% white. Basically algorithms, they are meant to show you the same or similar stuff to what it thinks you like. So unless you're actively searching out diverse images and pinning a lot of diverse images, it's not going to show you that. So as I'm sure a lot of people realized, even with Instagram, as soon as you start following new people, then you start getting recommended, people who are similar to them and so on and so forth. So basically algorithms have very much, I guess, like put everyone into a, I want to say like a stream or like a single direction. And it's just kind of like you're on this straight road of everything being the same. And it's not until you kind of like veer off that path and start seeking out more diverse images or ideas or people to follow or whatever, until you do that, you're not going to be suggested that. So now, My Pinterest is poppin'. I have so many, like going back to the hairstyles thing, my hair board is so diverse and has so many different types of hair represented now. And I was talking about this to my mom and she was like, yeah, I mean, it's interesting that the algorithm did that, but you have whatever type of hair. And so some of these aren't going to to apply to you, which is probably why you didn't pin them. And I was like, yes, sure. Like I do pin things that I wanna do to my hair, I was it was so incredibly stupid of me to think that that would apply to everyone else who follows me. like as if everyone who follows me has the same hair as I do. Of course not. And so that the same thing goes for race. Obviously, people just like you are not the only people who follow you. So if you want the people who to who follow you to feel represented and feel like you, have any sort of knowledge about anything that they would like whatsoever. You need to be a bit more diverse and inclusive. And so just using this hair example, it's like, obviously I'm pinning hairstyles that I like, but I also want to pin stuff that I think you guys are going to like too. Like if you have super coarse, coily, what is it? Like 4C hair, like the, the curliest um, type of hair you can have. I want to pin some hairstyles that I think are really beautiful for that type of hair in case you find it beautiful too. And you're like, wow, this would actually work for my hair. And the same goes for people who have, you know, bright red hair, or I want to pin things that I think would look good with that type of hair in case they see that. And they're like, oh, wow, that's really nice. So that's what I do with Pinterest in general. Obviously, with everything I pin, it's in hopes that the people who follow me will also find it helpful. But it was just really eye-opening to me to be like, okay, I've only been pinning things in regards to how I look that, like, that I think would look good on that type of person. Again, yeah, it was just really stupid and naive of me to not even consider that that's not going to work for everyone. So, anyway, I hope that that makes sense. That was one of the biggest things I took away from this week was holy shit, the amount of representation and diversity out there is so little. And I saw lots of brands and clothing companies being questioned and some being called out, just being like, okay, where's the diversity on your feed? So yeah, I think it's really good. I definitely think that it needed to happen probably way sooner than this. But the fact is that, you know, it's happened now. People are way more aware. Everyone is so much more tuned in to the issues and the root of the problems and everyone is learning. And I I just, I can feel this shift in awareness. Like I can feel things changing for people. And so I think, you know, we have to remember that Change takes time, and so it's important to give people time to make changes, especially companies. But it's really amazing how far different companies have already come, um, and individuals as well. Like me, I've just increased the diversity in who I'm following, and who you know, what authors I'm reading, and who I'm learning from so much more now. And again, it feels like I feel really stupid that it took this long, but now that. You know, it's kind of like when you see it, you can't unsee it. Now that I've seen the lack of diversity and representation, it's it's something that's always at the forefront of my mind, and it's going to be at the forefront of my mind with the brands I choose to work with, um, with the topics I cover, with the you know people I follow, and the people I want to collab with. So, yeah, I hope that that makes sense. Okay, so I wanted to. I'm going to start this episode off by reading one of the many uh, astrology signs that I missed so for a while there I was like on track reading the the summary I guess of each sign when it was that season and then I kind of just maybe it was when I took the break from this podcast that I forgot and I haven't read them in a while and I don't remember where I left off but something tells me It was Aquarius. I really should have dog-eared the pages so that I could remember where I was because they all kind of sound the same. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I'm going to read Aquarius. If I missed one, let me know and I'll go back. But I did want to mention this book is, (laughs) it's literally by Cosmopolitan and it's called The Bedside Astrologer, The Ultimate Guide to Your Star Power. So this is the one that I've been reading with ever since I started the podcast And I am going to do another astrology episode soon, but I did want to kind of start getting more caught up on the signs that I've missed. I'm so sorry. I'm like laughing at myself right now because I know that people are like waiting for theirs and then I just didn't do it. So, okay. I'm pretty sure I already did Capricorn. So we're going to do Aquarius. So this is if Aquarius is your sun sign. So Aquarius dates are from January 20th to February 18th. It is, and its symbol is the water bearer and its colors are bright blues and metallics. Okay, here we go. You want the freedom and flexibility to explore life in your own way. You're a hard worker, but are resistant to conventional expectations and instead seek to forge your own path. The more people try to get you to do something you don't want to do, the more you will resist. You may even shut the door on relationships and people who refuse to accept you for who you are. You have a strong connection to your inner voice, and when you follow it, you can become something of a visionary and a trailblazer. Whatever your area of interest, you are capable of making new discoveries and being a pioneer. Finding a tribe of like-minded people is important for you. Since you are guided strongly by your own personal vision and inner wisdom, you feel most connected and supported when you connect with others who share similar interests. Otherwise, you may end up feeling isolated and misunderstood. Once you have found colleagues or friends with similar interests, you thrive and become a source of leadership, unity, and support for the whole group. You connect to others mentally and through your shared interests, objectives, and hopes for the future. You're quite a brave person who is unafraid to challenge expectations and conventional wisdom and instead trust your own inner guidance. This can lead you through peaks and valleys in life as you can alternately be celebrated for your visionary successes or isolated for your independent lifestyle. You are happiest when you strike a balance between these two extremes and can live life by your own terms while also feeling supported and encouraged by others who understand and truly appreciate you. When you find that balance, you are truly able to share your unique and insightful gifts with the world. So there we go, Aquarius. And then next is Pisces. I think I'll read Pisces as well because I feel bad that I'm so behind. Okay, so Pisces element is water and symbol is the fish and colors are the shades of the sea. So like greens and blues. If Pisces is your sun sign... You want the freedom to express yourself creatively and emotionally without being overly constricted by others. You are a naturally very giving and caring person, which can lead others to depend on you and drain your energy. You're very sensitive and intuitive, which is a great blessing, but since you can also pick up on others' feelings so easily, it can be hard for you to tell where your feelings end and another's feelings begin. It's important for you to find the right balance between giving and receiving in your personal as well as professional relationships. You have a vast imagination and usually exhibit a fair amount of creative or artistic talent. Even if your career pulls you in a more routine direction, finding outlets that nourish your creative side will be good for you. Spending time at concerts or appreciating art will boost your spirits and keep your connection to the world of mystery and artistry alive. Your sensitivity can lead you to have spiritual or even psychic experiences. Be open to this, but take extra care with your health and body to keep you grounded as well. You thrive on close human contact, but establishing more clear boundaries and protection for yourself will shield you from feeling like all of your love and creative energy is going down a bottomless well. You can establish those boundaries by tapping into your natural urge to retreat and reflect as a way to replenish and restore yourself. Through focusing on creative activities, health, and calming meditation, you can center and focus yourself so that you are not as susceptible to being thrown off balance. Once this is achieved, you can watch your creative visions come to life and contribute an abundance of love and inspiration to others. There you go, Pisces. I hope that uh, we caught up a little bit on those ones. Like I said, I'm going to do another astrology episode at some point and we can dive deeper into like sun signs moon signs rising signs all of that because I know a lot of you guys are interested and actually that was one of the very first episodes I did and I made a corresponding blog post which helped you find your sun moon and rising sign um, based on like your your birth date and the day and the time you were born And so I posted that on my blog and I realized today that that's actually been the most popular blog post on my whole website this month, which is so weird. And I have no idea why I don't like resurfaced with so much popularity, but I was like, okay, maybe people are really into astrology right now. So I just wanted to a little bit on that and then let you know that another episode Um, is coming soon. But to be honest, I kind of have to brush up on it myself because I don't know what's been going on with me. What has been going on with me? I used to be so into astrology and I don't know, like reading books on spirituality and stuff. And then I don't know when it kind of stopped. I always kind of get back into it in the summer, but weird stuff happened this year. This year has been really tough and I resisted so hard I guess, admitting that, like, I really was like, no, we're pushing through. I'm not admitting that this year sucks. I don't believe that a whole year can suck for everyone. I, you know, every year people say 2018 is the worst year ever. 2019 is the worst year ever. But in these past couple weeks, I've been like, all right, 2020 officially is just like a, a shit year, honestly. Like I'm just so over it. There's been so many things this year that have just shaken the whole world and just been rough (laughs) and I'm usually such a positive person, but it's like when this many things happen, it really starts to make your positivity waver a little bit and I've definitely had a lot of hard days, like a lot more days that I've been like, okay, this is you know really a struggle to do this and I know a lot of people feel the same stores and stuff reopened and I was in the mall the other day because my sister needed a cleanser so we actually (laughs) ventured out into the mall with our masks and stuff on and then uh, my cousin's roommate was working at one of the stores that we were in and we were just talking about how quarantine was such a different experience for so many people like she was in England for I don't know if she went there knowing she would have to be quarantined or if she was there and then ended up getting quarantined there. But anyway, she was there visiting her family and her family has like a big farm kind of in the the countryside anyway. And she didn't really realize how big of a deal the quarantine was until she got back to Halifax or like back to the city and just saw all of the precautions that they're taking. Like there's hand sanitizer everywhere. There's lineups for restaurants and stores. Everyone's keeping a huge distance. A lot of people are in masks. And she was like, I saw the news, but I didn't really know like how big of a deal it was. And she was like, it's just so interesting. A lot of people really... Struggled with quarantine. Even for her, she was still able to work and working online, but it's like so many people lost their job. Like I've mentioned, my sister lost her job. And it's just been really hard for a lot of people. And even for people like me who were able to keep working because I work from home anyway, it's like it's just such a different world. And there is so much uncertainty. And there's even been a lot of stuff for me that's either been canceled or postponed or rescheduled or whatever it is work wise some stuff that I'll be able to talk about soon, hopefully. <laughs> it's been rough even for really positive people. I feel like at the start of quarantine, everyone was like doing body weight exercises and still meal prepping, being really positive, being like, oh, maybe this is a good thing. But after a while, it's kind of like, okay, this isn't a good thing. And this really fucking sucks. And I'm tired of it. And yeah, it just kind of feels like this year has been one thing after another. And so it's, and like I said, I feel like I've had more bad days than I care to admit. There's been a lot of days that I've just been felt like I've been incapable of doing anything except just sitting around feeling weird. <laughs> and even though things are, Kind of getting back to normal and things are reopening, especially with the last couple of weeks with the protests in the U.S. and actually there's been protests here in Canada too, um, in the Black Lives Matter movement. It's just a lot more of, you know, everyday, daily heaviness and a lot of stuff to learn and unlearn and deal with. And no matter what race you are, I feel like everyone's been affected by this. Like I said, it's in a good way. Like it's good that it's happening after just coming out of quarantine and now having a whole movement and like riots and protests surface. It's like, okay, this is a lot to handle, especially if you do a lot of your work online, it's kind of hard to get a break from it. And so um, it's been really helpful to me to just kind of take a few breaks off social media and off the internet in general, focusing on books (laughs) and audiobooks and stuff where it's kind of like like a one directional focus has been really helpful. So like with a book, it's like you are reading the words that are on the page or with an audiobook, you're just listening to like a one directional kind of thing coming at you. Whereas social media, you have so many different things coming at you all at once. It's like videos of protests and a meme and then someone's baby announcement and then whatever. And it's like so many different things are coming at you and you're also engaging with so many different things. It's just so much more exhausting. I feel like it's even more exhausting than watching the news at it sometimes. Um, The news is exhausting to watch, but it still is that kind of one directional thing. Whereas on social media, it's like, you're liking something here. You're commenting on something here. You're answering a DM. You're following a new person or you're unfollowing someone who's racist or... (laughs) I don't know. There's just so many different things. Your mind's just jumping around from one thing to another, to another. It can be exhausting. And I think it's really important to remember to take care of yourself and to, I don't want to say prioritize self-care because that just sounds so cliche. And I feel like it's really overused, but just really prioritize your own health and happiness because this is cliche too, but When people say you can't pour from an empty cup, you need to make sure that your, you know, mental health battery is charged and you're not super depleted because then you're no help to anyone and you're no help to yourself as well. And so I found a couple things on Pinterest about having a bad day. I guess they were suggested to me at a good time, (laughs) but I kind of wanted to touch on them because I feel like they just made me so calm and it's just a nice perspective to have on self-care and a very like motivating and inspiring type of outlook. So I'm going to read them, but I kind of just wanted to talk about having a bad day. So like I said, things have been really heavy lately and there's a lot of reasons to have a bad day, but if it's just you are mentally drained and overall exhausted from the state of the world this year and there's a lot of heaviness weighing on you and it kind of just feels like it gets to be too much some days just know this happens to everyone we all have them we all have bad days we all have days that are really hard and some of us maybe have more than others some of us are feeling different things than others but no matter who you are you just have those days when you can't even and I think sometimes I spend way too long on days like that, trying to figure out what the reason is and kind of wallowing in not wanting to feel that way. And I wonder if sometimes it's just better to feel that way. Like sometimes it's just better to feel those emotions rather than question them. Like, why am I feeling this? Instead of just being like, okay, I'm feeling this. What can I do about it? And I don't really know what the answer is. I don't know if it's better to kind of analyze it and try and figure out what it could possibly be that is getting you down or if it's better to just be like, okay, I feel sad. I'm going to accept it. And what can I do now? Or, okay, I feel angry today. I'm just going to accept it. And what can I do now? I think I'm kind of leaning towards just accepting whatever emotion it is and saying, okay, what am I going to do going forward on this day? rather than trying to dissect it and, I guess, getting caught up in the why. Because a lot of times you might not even have an answer. Sometimes it could just be hormones. Like, there's a lot of reasons. So I wanted to read something that I saw on Pinterest that I feel it's just like this little... I don't know list, but I want to read it because it's just like one of those nice little motivating and inspiring posts that you see. Obviously this isn't the cure to full-blown depression and this isn't always going to help, but if you're just having a bad day, I feel like this is something nice that you can kind of remember. So I'm just going to read it. It says when the bad day hits, drink more water than you think you need. Dress up in your nicest outfit, do your hair, shower, or anything that makes you feel cleaner write a love letter to yourself, listen to music you can get lost in, put one foot in front of the other and breathe, take breaks when you need to, eat something light and healthy and know that this day will pass and you will feel like yourself again. And I felt like that was just a really nice way of summing up how to take care of yourself, how to maybe make yourself feel a little better when you're having a bad day And it's kind of almost just like a little reset. Like if you're having a bad day, sometimes showering will help. Sometimes putting on a nice outfit will help. Sometimes not. But most of the time, if you are breathing, being easy on yourself, eating something that doesn't make you feel bad, getting rest that you need, just taking care of your soul and spirit, I feel like it usually can help. I don't know if pushing yourself to do all of these things is always the answer, but these are things that can definitely help you reset when you're feeling very depleted. And I guess that's kind of how I've been feeling lately is just really depleted. Physically, I'm tired because I've been a lot more active than usual and I haven't been sleeping as well. But I think mentally, it's like the job that I do has a lot of pressure and I'm always questioning things and analyzing everything I do. There's a lot of pressure to be on all the time and film all the time and take pictures all the time. But as I'm sure anyone knows, you don't always feel like you want to be talking to people or creating things or whatever it is. And especially being the subject of the videos or the subject of the photos, I find it can be pretty draining. And I think that's something that people don't really understand about YouTube. A lot of people are just kind of like, oh, you know, all YouTubers have to do is film a video and it's not a big deal. But it's hard when you feel like there's a lot of people who are expecting a certain quality from you or like expecting a certain, um, even theme or topic from you and you're just not really feeling it that's kind of how I've been feeling lately because a lot of my stuff is geared towards positivity and having a more positive outlook and sometimes when things have just been shitty you don't really feel like doing that and it feels like a lot of pressure because you feel like you're letting people down so when I'm feeling like this which happens on and off all the time but also more often when the world is sucky something like this list with a just a little bit of like a reset routine really helps like I said usually my stuff is geared towards positivity so it's kind of hard when I don't feel like I have a positive outlook or when I feel like I'm just really tired and depleted all the time. I think it's just kind of a culmination of everything that's happened in the last couple months and couple weeks. I wanted to share it because I know that probably a lot of people can relate, especially right now. I know a lot of people are probably struggling with mental health right now and just know that it's okay. It's okay to feel like this. It's okay to have a few bad days or bad weeks or a couple bad months, honestly, especially when things are hard and there's a lot of external hurdles that you don't really get to control. But something that really helps me is finding little lists and stuff on Pinterest like this that give you a like another person's perspective on what they do to feel better, if that makes sense. Pinterest is like a just total well of inspiration for me. And I find that when I'm feeling down, if I look it up on Pinterest, there's a lot of little lists and posts and stuff that really seem to help. So I wanted to read another one because I feel like these things are just kind of, again, similar to the last list, but a bit more detailed. I'm going to read this. If you are somewhere where you can just take a little pause and close your eyes and listen to this post, do that. If you're driving, please don't close your eyes. But I kind of feel like this could be just a little guided meditation or just something to really help everyone relax. This is what I need right now. So I'm thinking it's probably what some of you guys need as well. So we're all going to take a deep breath in together. Ready? And then let it out. (sighs) Tried to do that, not right into the microphone, so I didn't blast your ears off. (laughs) I just want you to relax, breathe deeply, close your eyes if you can, if it's safe, but just listen. This might not apply to you or this might not be helpful to you, but it is just kind of another nice little perspective um, and way to relax. So here we go. Push yourself to get up before the rest of the world. Start with 7 a.m., then 6 a.m., then 5.30 a.m. Go to the nearest hill with a big coat and a scarf and watch the sunrise. Push yourself to fall asleep earlier. Start with 11 p.m., then 10 p.m., then 9 p.m. Wake up in the morning feeling re-energized and comfortable. Get into the habit of cooking yourself a beautiful breakfast. Fry tomatoes and mushrooms in butter and garlic. Slice up a fresh avocado. Put it all on toast and squirt way too much lemon on it. Sit and eat it and do nothing else. Stretch. Start by reaching for the sky as hard as you can. Then touch your toes. Roll your head. Stretch your fingers. Stretch everything. Buy a one liter water bottle. Start with pushing yourself to drink the whole thing in a day, then try drinking it twice. Get a beautiful diary and a beautiful black pen. Write down everything you do, including dinner dates, appointments, assignments, coffees, what you need to do that day. No detail is too small. Strip your bed of your sheets and empty your underwear drawer into the washing machine. Put a massive scoop of scented fabric softener in there and wash. Make your bed in full. Organize your room. Fold all your clothes and bag what you don't want. Clean your mirror, your laptop, vacuum the floor, light a beautiful candle. Have a luxurious shower with your favorite music playing. Wash your hair, scrub your body, brush your teeth. Lather your whole body in moisturizer. Get familiar with the part between your toes, your inner thighs, the back of your neck. Push yourself to go for a walk. Take your headphones, go to the beach, and walk. Smile at strangers walking the other way and be surprised at how many smile back. Bring your dog and observe the dog's behavior. Realize you can learn from your dog. Message old friends with personal jokes. Reminisce. Suggest a catch-up soon. Push yourself to follow through. Think long and hard about what interests you. Crime? Sex? Boarding school? Long-forgotten romance etiquette? Find a book about it and read it. There's a book about literally everything. Become the person you would ideally fall in love with. Let cars merge into your lane when driving. Pay double for parking tickets and leave a second one in the machine. Stick your tongue out at babies, compliment people on their cute clothes. Challenge yourself not to ridicule anyone for a whole day. Then two, then a week. Walk with a straight posture. Look people in the eye. Ask them about their story. Talk to acquaintances so they become friends. Lie in the sunshine. Daydream about the life you would leave if failure wasn't a thing. Open your eyes. Take small steps to make it happen for you. So, yeah, reading that was very calming. (laughs) And I just really felt like it was a nice, fresh perspective. And literally as I read that, the sun just came out for the first time in a while. So that's very cool. (laughs) Taking that as a sign that Maybe I just need to slow down, notice the little things and not take everything so seriously or maybe just not let everything weigh so heavy. I definitely notice that taking social media breaks helps so much. Being in the real world (laughs) is such a crazy feeling if you spend a, a lot of time online There's a whole world out there and I feel like so many things are missed because a lot of people are, I guess everyone is kind of engrossed in their phone a lot of the time, a lot of the time. So just like being able to take a break once in a while and do things like that post that I just read suggests like taking the time to do all your laundry, make your bed, do a deep clean of your house rearrange your spice drawer, water your garden. These are all things that can help when you're feeling depleted and mentally drained and really, really tired. As you guys can probably tell, I'm a little tired, but reading that really did help me feel a little bit more calm and I hope it did for you too. I definitely want to maybe do some more guided meditations type of things on this podcast. I did a few in the past. I've done a lot of different stuff on this podcast. Kind of love it. (laughs) But let me know if you guys want more episodes where I like read things or I can even like write a few guided meditations if you want. I'm never actually sure where you listen to this podcast, like if it's on commutes or if it's while you're driving or while you're doing other stuff. I know a lot of people listen to podcasts while they're kind of busy doing stuff. So I never wanted to do something that requires you to just sit there and close your eyes. But if there are some of you who do listen to it when you're able to kind of sit and relax and close your eyes, let me know. And yeah, let me know if you have any Um, topics that you guys want me to cover in future episodes. I feel like today I just kind of needed to do one where I sat and vented and let a lot of my feelings out about things. And I do feel a little bit lighter now after doing that and admitting that sometimes it's not just all sunshine and rainbows, (laughs) which everyone knows. But uh, sometimes people say things like, how are you so positive all the time? And it's like, Well, I'm so positive all the time because I try and force myself to be, but then there are lots of times when I just can't. And I'm also working on being okay with that too and accepting that too. So yeah, I hope that this was interesting slash helpful. Let me know also if I missed your sun sign astrology wise. (laughs) I think I started on the right one, but if I actually did miss Capricorn, let me know. I really have to start putting it in the show notes or something so that I can look back because I would just have to go back and listen to all the episodes to find where we were. So I'm sorry about that. I'm really not that organized. Like I said, this podcast is not part of my job. I don't get paid for it. Uh, I just kind of got to take a good chunk out of my week to do it every week. And it's really not organized a lot of the time and Greg edits it now so that's a big help but you just gotta go with the flow because this is just my little side thing that I do for fun so thank you guys so much for listening I hope you're all doing well I love hearing from you so definitely leave a review if you like this episode or if you just enjoy the podcast in general leave five stars if you enjoyed it too and that's everything for me This week, I am actually going to be traveling next week, not anywhere far, still within our own province, but I will likely have a pre-recorded episode, but I just wanted to let you know that I won't be back live for two weeks, but I'll probably still have an episode for you guys. I'm going on a little vacation with Greg's family to Cape Breton. We're just going to a cottage and I'm hoping, 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 fingers crossed to unplug and (laughs) rejuvenate and re-energize that's going to be everything for me today. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you all in the next episode. Bye.